Hello and welcome to another thrilling episode of Antique Dust. We have just watched the lovely episode uh, Prime Target, uh, which is episode four in series two of Bergerac. That's correct. Oh, yes. Now, this story, it's, it was a little bit different from everything else uh, we've had before. It was more of a who-done-it sort of routine. Jim is sent to France to help solve uh, an, a murder of an unidentified Jersey resident. He turns up having uh, been to the... Uh, it turns out to be Jack Mobley, a private eye, um, who was training the eccentric lawyer Lionel Carteral on behalf of his family. Hmm. So, what did you think? I really enjoyed this episode, actually. Um, and I think probably the part of the reason why I enjoyed this episode... Is mm -hmm. and you might want to get ready to sound the Arga! the Doctor <laughs> Who <claps in. laughs> uh, Yeah, is that this episode was co-written uh -huh. by Robert Banks Stewart, mm -hmm. uh, who was the the creator of the series, and Robert Holmes. Right now, Robert Holmes was a uh, script editor mm -hmm. of Doctor Who. Uh, and wrote numerous episodes and generally speaking amongst the Whovians he is considered to be his his tenure as script editor is considered to be one of the most successful periods of of time in classic Who history and the stories that he wrote are very often considered to be classics oh. of the genre so when I saw his name Alongside uh, Robert Banks Stewart in the in the opening titles, I thought, oh, actually, I think this will probably be quite a mm. quite a good episode. And actually, I think it it was. It was. It was lots of backs and forwards. We had uh, a lot of sort of uh, amusements with regards to Bergerac and his uh, new squeeze, uh, which was mm. very good fun. The Marianne. The Marianne. Um, and I, it was it was really it had lots of twists. It had lots of content and had a lot of actors in it. Where some of the other episodes previously has been a sort of you've had a, a limited cast. This one had actually a full cast. I mean, it's it starts off with the early hours um, as as daybreak in France uh, at a, around a casino where uh, Charlie um, is uh, out with a lady. Uh, playing uh, a lady of a certain a age. lady of a certain age, and um, uh, so he, he's obviously not. I don't think wooing, but I think wooing for the business. Yes, that's what he's the, wooing Yeah, we get for. the sense that there's there's something not not shady because that would be very unfair. But um, there's he, something going on. There's something going on. We're not exactly sure what. And this is uh, while they're at the casino. The guy that actually comes up dead is in the casino as well, yeah. wandering around. Along with uh, Anthony Valentine, mm -hmm. um, who's playing uh, Lionel Carter, who we later come to learn a bit more, a bit more about him. And of course, uh, uh, Anthony Valentine, I remember as playing Raffles, the gentleman D thief, the dandy, the dandy highwayman. Yes, and then <laughs> and th he was was in lots and lots of things but i'd certainly then remember he was the 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 original bad guy in robin of sherwood the 1980s htv version 
with um, with Michael Prade. I think he played Baron du Belem in the first couple of episodes. First wasn't couple, it? first couple of episodes. He 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 was a sorcerer or some or devil worshipper who came back from the, the far east. Some such nonsense for, for some reason or other that I can't actually remember at this point. But it made a lot <laughs> of sense at the time. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. So um, so there, there's a lot there's a lot of cast. Um, Which actually, just to mm-hmm. sorry to cut across you there, but. What we are going to discover is that improvements to the quality of the cast is going to become more and more noticeable as we as we move through through the episodes. It it, it seems like a, it, it's a popular. Uh, it's becoming the Bergerac is now becoming quite popular, uh, and more and more people are wanting to go in it because it had didn't it have Donald uh, Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. No, no he's not Donald in this episode. Sinden. Yes, so... Donald Sinden's son. Yes, Mark Sinden. Um, Tamara Ustinoff. Uh, Tamara Ustinoff, who is uh, Peter Ustinoff's uh, daughter. Yes. Uh, so those two are in it as yes. the brother and sister of the of eccentric... Yes, li- they've got, you've got Lionel and Lawrence, so the two sort of principal... <laughs> Uh, Carteret brothers. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, oh, I can't remember his name. But then Mark Sinden plays another brother, and uh, and then uh, Tamara Yusinov plays Libby. Uh-huh. Uh, all they the all start with an L. With, with, with L, uh, for reasons that make perfect sense in the narrative of the of of, of the story. Yes. So, um, so as the story starts. Charlie's at the casino. He's losing. Uh, um, his lady friend is winning. She cashes out his winnings. Um, there's a chap with dark glasses and a bad wig. A terrible wig we, we subsequently Who met. has been following Lionel. We don't know it well, at this point. But we, Lionel is there. But Charlie knows Lionel because yes. Lionel is uh, a little bit of an eccentric. Yes. Uh, rather wealthy in his own right. And he's at the casino. So, uh, and then we see another scene with the farmer. Yeah. Don't forget that we've we've also seen uh, the owner of the the casino, uh, Duchenne, sort of looking peculiarly at um, yes, through a little a little through, hole through in the wall, wall which with I, a I, was, thing. I was hoping would actually have a portrait on the other yeah, side. Yeah, two eyes. So be looking. <laughs> but I, I don't I don't think that quite that quite worked in the way that I hoped it it, it would. And he instructs. Uh, his um, sort of security guard Raoul. 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 Um, and we see Raoul uh, pulling a gun on um, Moberly or Moberly. We're mm-hmm. I, think, I think he's called in the series, but we're from. You know, we we live in the northwest and in Cheshire, Moberly. so we see Moberly. Moberly. Yes. Moberly. It's just under the runway near Nutsford. Yeah, near near Manchester Airport. Yes, just outside Audley Edge, the millionaires world. Yeah. Yeah. Yay! When I was an estate agent, I actually sold Barbara Knox's house there. And oh. remind us who Barbara Knox is. She plays Rita Fairclough, which, uh, which previously was Rita Sullivan's house. Yeah, Rathlin. It was a okay. very, very big house with scuff marks on the roof where the planes were taking off. Marvellous. <laughs> so is, is that the house that had the shag pile carpet? That with came, a rake. It came, <laughs> came with its own rake, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. So um, yeah, so so yes. uh, so m- moving on. There was a, so after the casino scene and Charlie sort of sort of chatting to Lionel, 
Um, you see Lionel leave, and then you see the guy with the bad wig with dark glasses leave as well. And then the next scene we see is some farmer is sort of pressing some machinery thing with hay coming yes, out of the Yes, it's sort of like a hay loft Hay loft, something. and something's jammed, he keeps pressing the button, and then yeah. suddenly so you think, hmm, And you know not, when something's jammed in that in machinery, yeah, he keeps pressing the button. it's not going to and be then, good. And then, then a tuxedo corpse comes, comes plummeting out. It, I mean, he looked like so shocked. It, I mean, it's, uh, I think, uh, yeah, you think a farmer is, it would be like, would be a little bit more aghast. I a bit nonplussed. Farmers. It was like, oh, God. Not another. Not another corpse dropping out of my hayloft. N- really? Oh, that's twice this month. I know. I ordered one in denim this time. This one's got a tuxedo. I've already got one in tuxedo. Um, and then the next scene is obviously we see Bergerac who's been called in because apparently they think he's the, the person that's fallen out of the hayloft that's been killed. Um, is yeah, a Jersey resident. Is a Jersey resident. Because he has... Um, sort of a clothes that have been bought from a shop that's in Jersey, so they make a natural assumption. And then they so realise he's been previously wearing a very bad yeah. wig. And uh, Bergerac is teamed up with an Spectre... Ooh la la, I can't remember his Who name. Who looks a bit like Del Boy from... Um, well, let's just say he has a very uh, natty dress. He, lo- he looks like Del Boy with the, with the flat cap. Yeah, he's got, he's got a sort of sn- snazzy cap and he wears like sort of and nice And he seems to carry around a big bottle of brandy with him everywhere he goes yeah. to top up his, his coffee. He's very, he's very well dressed and quite flamboyant and played by uh, Nicholas Grace, who we were just talking about, Robin of Sherwood, mm-hmm. a few moments ago. He was also in that in Robin of Sherwood. He was a main cast member. He played the sheriff of Nottingham. Ah, d- d- did he have a beard though? Um, I believe he might well have done, unless we're confusing him with um, Alan Rickman. Yeah. I can't really. It's we been a long time since I, that's something we need to catch up on and watch some Robin of Sherwood. Yeah, but it's been a long time since I've seen it, so he may well. I think he did. Yeah, I think he did, or a goatee, or some yeah, so, something yeah. like that. So, something, but he was very over the top and, yeah. and very pantomime esque. I, I think <laughs> fabulous. So uh, then it sort of the story whips along. We see we see a bit more of Lionel, who's apparently building a new wing on the side of his house. It's a folly. They it's call it, he's, it's he's, a folly. In, he's in the folly. We're, we're, it, it, we're he's like in the folly. A, a hammock in the folly. Um, he's building single-handedly in his eccentricity. Yes, his eccentricity, and yeah, is this is a bit bonkers. So it turns out that the younger brother has um, uh, sort of is, is worried about his older brother because his older brother has retired because yeah. uh, he's made his millions or whatever. Yes, so he's uh, he's, he's concerned um, sort of that he's wasting his life away. Yes, yes. So then. The mm-hmm. scene shifts to a, 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 a restaurant or a, a cafe of some kind. And there we have, for those of a certain age, we have Little Nell, um, who played Columbia in, in the Rocky Horror Show. In the, in the Rocky Horror Picture Show, yes. Yeah. Um, driving look, her mini. Driving her mini. Actually looking remarkably <laughs> like Columbia. She's, got, she's still got the, <laughs> the, the sort of short red hair and, and all the rest Making of it. Making a jump to the left and the jump to the right. Exactly. And she she turns he, she turns up at some seedy office that we're that that we know that there is a um, an intruder who's rifling through the yeah. through things. We have a bit of 
a bit of business with um, a pair of shoes. A pair of shoes behind a wardrobe. Yeah, sticking out from under a curtain. With, with her swinging a golf club in a most yeah. ineffectual manner. Yeah, yeah. And of course, it turns out that it is just simply a pair of shoes that was that was tucked in. And in then the she air. walks into the office and then sort of gets manhandled. Yes, and thrown to the ground. <gasps> then Bergerac comes Bergerac along. Bergerac comes and, and they've, they've identified, I'm not quite, I can't quite remember how they identify him. Um, but they've identified him as being uh, Moberly, the, the, the private in investigator. They've had a bit of time spent with um, with, a, with a bit of casual homophobia. Yeah, casual uh, homophobia. So, well, you say, because the, 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 the wig. The terrible wig. Bergerat takes his wig back to Jersey. And speaks to Char- the lovely Charlotte that isn't manhandling any. Yes, who has a, a, a very a, a, a small, very small appearance in this episode. She doesn't mention buns. She's not even typing. She barely says a word. No, they, but she looks and say, oh, you find it at most unisex yes. hairdressers do yes. these. And then, and then, then Crozier says something casual, offhand, uh, homophobia about how he'd, something about how he'd, he, he'd enjoy meeting. Oh, there's interesting people. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we know, oh, here we go. Uh, he's just jealous because Crozier has hardly any hair himself and probably will soon be wear, sort of investing in a wig if he was that way inclined. Yeah. yeah. So then we have a, we have, we we have have a, a scene, scene. We have a scene yeah. with a camp titty queen um, hairdresser that's sniffily looking at the wig. Yes. And here's, I must admit, it was a rather, f- a rather funny moment when um, when this when this sort of wig wig fitter is shown the, the 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 morgue photo of uh, of of moberly and he he gasps in horror and revulsion and yeah. we think oh it's because it's a dead body but actually no it's because it's such a terrible wig it's a terrible wig and it's got the parting on the wrong side yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's from hong kong oh yeah well when he, when he has a fondle of it so oh the webbing's really bad and the hair is just very asian uh, and sort of yeah, it, it was just like, yeah. It's as though it seems lots. So not only did we have homophobia, but we also like for some casual racism in this episode yeah. as well. <laughs> Marvelous. But then again, he does look at the picture and then thinks probably sees lots of stiffs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But boom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think there's a thinly coded performance. <laughs> So, uh, the, anyway, the, it's Bergerac's back in France. Uh, he takes um, the lovely Celia well, Imry. Yeah, well, you've, you've, we just have to flick back a little bit to the to, to the raid on uh, Moberly's office, and they, they find a cheque in the safe. Which leads him... Which for £600, which was a lot of money, money then. back yeah. then. Yeah. Uh, a life-changing sum, according to the dialogue. Um, that's been it's been signed by L. Carteret. Yeah, uh, so they the, the lawyers. Yeah. So that that takes takes uh, Bergerac back to, to it seems he's backwards and forwards. And he was never off that high. He must have lost the seeing sickness yeah, yeah. tablets. So so it's it's signed L. Carteret. So he goes and speaks in, to Lionel. And speaks to Lionel because uh, the bank points him in he's the direction busy playing of the with his folly while playing a sort yeah. of a wind-up gramophone yes yeah, so some sort of affectation i, I guess but he's listening <laughs> to to some 1920s jazz or something <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember on on his wind-up gramophone but then uh, he looks at the check and, and says oh that's not me that's my 
my brother. My brother. Lawrence. There was some some such nonsense about having an initial with an L being lucky for the father, so they're all named after L. Yeah, because the father was Lewis, yeah. Sir Lewis, mm. and yeah, so they named all his, his children with an L. L. Um, so then that, then Bergerac then follows him through, I don't know why, so it all comes to the office. Uh, oh no, hold on, no, he went to the office. Yes, he goes He, he goes, goes to the office, yes. and then his, uh, his then the, the, the other brother... Um, says, well, yes, I instructed him to follow, follow my brother, um, X, Y, and Z. Introduces the um, the other brother and sister yeah. who, who come in. Then they all go. Is it, it all Lucas, 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 Lucas yeah, and Libby. That was it. Lucas and Libby. Lucas and Libby. Um, so he's employed a uh, uh, a private eye. <coughs> oh, pardon me. Oh, gosh, got my frog in the throat. Oh, well, we're going back to France again anyway. So, <laughs> so they've done a private eye. So Bergerac then goes back with um, Senior Imri. Yeah, because yeah. they're, they're, they put a tail on, on Lionel because they, they think that he's uh, ready prey to ladies of, 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 a certain uh, of poor means but um, attractive physiques um and gold diggers basically so yeah. they, they think that he has a new squeeze in france and they want to find out who it is yes and it is she he has got a new squeeze um which is it turns about that he um uh, lionel is seeing a countess whose husband unfortunately had passed away um but he'd left lots of gambling debts yes so she has the the chateau but under no, lease yeah yeah, it's it's. T I suppose it's, we we get this impression that it's really owned by the casino where yeah. her husband lost all his money, all all his money. So she's running it as a an upmarket hotel. hotel. Yeah, like well, Airbnb before it's time. Yeah. And the 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 countess or the contessa, whatever she is, is played by Catherine Shell. Or Katerina Von Schell to Katerina give her. Von Schell, her who was on Space 1999. She, she was. <laughs> she was. She played a shape shifting, and that's hard to say, a shape shifting alien. With feathered called, eyebrows. Called Maya, I seem to, to, to remember. In the, second, in the second series. Yeah, she had very, very short hair, didn't she, in it? Uh, kind of, yeah, it was. She didn't have long hair. Uh, I don't remember it being terribly short, but she was in the second uh, series where they had, where they did a. A, a, a massive revamp and brought in new characters trying to appeal to more of an American market and and completely ruined it <laughs> and, and just, they, they destroyed Space 1999 in the oh, second, second series I can only yeah. remember a couple of episodes of, of that, I remember, I remember the opening sequence and all the explosions and things like yes. that and the really funky spaceships so the anyway. eagle transporters yes, yes uh, well, she, well, she she didn't she, she didn't have the feathered eyebrows. No, and she didn't change into. But she didn't uh, have a chateau, which had a bucket load of debt de owed on it, and yeah. it was owned by the casino. But mm. she was still managing to live in it because of the leases. La 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 la. Um, so it turns out that Lionel's been seeing her. She's interested in Lionel for his money, but actually genuinely does like yeah, him. Yeah, I think we we get that impression that that yes, he's loaded, and she needs money because she's on her uppers. But actually, she does actually like. She him. does actually love him. Oh, she loves really sweet. So, and uh, Bergerac has ch checked it, checks into the hotel as Mr. Smith, Mr. and Mrs. Smith with yes, Celia Imry. Because she's, he's taken Marianne uh, with him to France um, to provide 
a bit of cover. So they originally they're just going to the casino just to see what's what's what. what. But then they get a a clue. They follow they follow Lionel with his bunch of Jersey flowers, and um, they they realise it's a hotel. So they take the opportunity to to check into the Notel Motel well, yeah. uh, under a under a pseudonym, Mr. Mrs. Smith. How Mr. how Smith. original. Um, and they don't have any clothes, any yes. any, any any luggage. Yeah, so uh, we, we have a bit of nonsense about the, well, you can take the sofa, I'll take the bed, and they can, okay. Yeah. Uh, Bergerac sort of sniffs around, realises that Lionel is in a bit of a relationship with um, uh, the Countess. And um, he, he sees him writing a, a cheque to her and, and he gets a hug and a big kiss. So, yeah. so, so that's all so, good. Who says romance is dead? Yeah, so that, that's very very well signposted, <laughs> really. And, uh, and then he, he shuffles away from looking into the window because it's quite dark outside and then sees a black man, which is the guy from the casino. Raoul. Raoul. Who's security for the um, casino. He, he's also hovering around. Yes. So it's, ooh, ooh what's intrigued. going on here? Um... Lionel is going because obviously Lionel has now discovered that he's being trailed and um, that the yes, Bergerac. So, he, so, he, so he, he, sees, he sees Bergerac and, and, and Marianne wandering through the grounds. Bergerac's been wandering around and he's been spotted by uh, the concierge uh, rifling through the, the visitor's book. Yep. And then uh, Lionel identifies him as being from the Bureau des Etrangers. And, uh, uh, and the Countess asks them to leave. Yes. But, uh, but, th- but there is a scene before she's at the last to leave where Celia Imre is in bed, uh, or Marianne is in bed. Marianne's in bed. Mar- uh, and the Bergerac's curled up on the sofa and she said, this be- bed is so big just for the one of me. And, uh, and uh, Bergerac, uh, you see his face light up. A wry smile across plays across his lips. So obviously they have now consummated the lovely relationship because it's Celia Imre! Mind <laughs> you, we did think that had happened in sort of in the, in the, the earlier episode. episode, but maybe we were being... Maybe she was just playing hard to get. Maybe she, she was. She lost some money. At the, she, did she want some money at the casino? She wanted to celebrate. So, um, so yeah. And then they go back to uh, Jersey um, where Lionel is introducing the Countessa to the annoying siblings mm-hmm. and saying, "Yep, uh, and we're getting married oh, as soon as we can." And she's going, to, uh, and then says, "Where, where will you live? Well, wherever, wherever she wants me to, wherever." And she says, "I think here." Yes, and, and then so he says, we'll "We have to make other arrangements." Yes, and we think we know what that meant. You're out. out. Yeah. Um, and then there's like a, oh my gosh, they found a gun in the Countess's yeah. bedroom. But what, what we've seen prior to that is Duchesne, the, the casino owner, handing a handing gun, a gun to, to Raoul. Raoul. Um, and then that very same gun is, is found by the, the, the natalie dressed um, French police inspector in the, the bureau after they receive an, an anonymous tip-off. Yeah, which is all <gasps> bum bum ba, and then there's a bit of yeah. jiggery poker. So the ca- the Contessa's hauled back to, um, to 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 France and I don't know in handcuffs. In handcuffs and what have you, and you can yeah, um, and then it all comes on, uh, it all gets unravelled. Yeah, but actually the uh, casino owner wanted the house, so thought frame the Countess, get the house, so we can recoup the money. 
um, Raul actually shots the uh, private private eye by accident. By we, accident. We're, we're led to believe. Um, what we haven't mentioned is that before being hauled off by the police, the the Contessa has actually said to to Lionel who she thinks it's been planted by, and then she she's off. Then we find out that that Lionel has. Uh, disappeared he's taken his boat out and the gun cabinet which was um it's Chekhov's law yeah. again isn't it you show a gun in the first scene that you're going to have to use it by the by the <laughs> end so 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 we saw the gun cabinet right at the very start of the of the episode and there's a gun missing so Lionel has has taken taken a gun oh yeah so it's very very exciting yes so we end up at the casino Mm-hmm. Um, they have a a confrontation with with Duchenne and 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 Lionel, and then Raoul uh, turns up and whacks Lionel on the head. Yeah. But the police are th- are yeah. there, and then they arrest uh, Raoul and and Lionel. Cl- um, sorry, Duchenne, Duchenne climbs, climbs out, out the, window. the window, and he's got the gun. Dun dun dun. Bergerac takes takes chase, uh, and then there's a bit of a on the terrace. There's a little bit of a standoff where Bergerac says, give me the gun, give me the gun. And Charlie's there with his lady friend. Um, Mrs. Van Stratton. Mrs. Van Stratton, who we learned earlier from a bit of a monologue from uh, Diamante Lil that in the 50s she accidentally killed her husband and inherited uh, inherited all his companies and everything then left the island because she was acquitted for for murder and it was just self-defence. Um, but there was a rumour that she had actually killed him because he was fiddling the secretary. So anyway, he's coming out of the casino uh, and then casually picks up a bottle of uh, champagne. Bottle of Moe, I Moe. believe. Yeah. Bottle and Moe. Um, uh, and uh, knocks, <laughs> knocks the casino owner uh, out with it. With it, and doesn't even smash the bottle. No! Gosh, Good yeah. quality bottles yeah. with Moe, I think. Uh, I'm not too keen on Moe. I prefer Verve. Okay. Um, and that's and then and then it ends. It ends. It's like, wow. <laughs> so we don't know anything about sort of if any. I don't know if, we'll, if there's going to be more of this uh, mystery murderess. Um, but this is Van Stratton. Uh, Van Stratton, and what companies that Charlie is buying, or is that going to be just a big big question mark? Well, I I don't I don't know. It could well be a, a MacGuffin. Mm. You know, it's just it's just something that's thrown in. A, a meaningless plot point just to to make the story motor along mm-hmm. or there might be some mo- more mileage in yeah. in in charlie's uh wooing of the so it was yeah it was the lady but overall the episode was it, it chundled along really nicely yes uh, it was well paced it I didn't was well paced it was well shot yeah yeah oh but that 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 reminds me that the 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 director of this the this episode Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to have to bear with me because I, I meant to do this earlier but um, I haven't done it yes, so this episode uh-huh. was directed by by Henry Herbert mm-hmm. or who's Henry Herbert? well, to give him his birth name mm-hmm. his name is Henry George Charles Alexander Herbert the 17th Earl of Pembroke and the 14th oh. Earl of Montgomery gosh He's got a very yeah. long title, and I thought well, I had a big name, Jonathan Charles Henry Welford. Yes, but you don't. You don't have um, 
any um what's the word you're not a you're not a, a peer <laughs> well I've, I've got a laird ship yeah but then that's, that's a square that's a, like a square meter in aberdeen or somewhere yeah so that doesn't really <laughs> that doesn't really count of course i am i am actually descended from legitimate scottish aristocracy um unfortunately um they lost all the money they lost all the badly. money and, um, <laughs> it all went terribly wrong by the time by the time I came around there was no more money or no, not even a title <laughs> not even an honourable not even an honourable oh dear no so but overall lovely lovely episode it was very well shot um, it was very interesting it's nice that Celia Imri is taking she was actually stealing every scene that she's in well of course she is of course <laughs> it's, she is it's, <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's the Emmy show. Yeah. <laughs> so overall, loved it to bits. Very, very good. I can't wait for the next episode. There seems to be we have normal wisdom in the next ne- next week's episode. Yes. <gasps> very exciting. Very yes. exciting indeed. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, marks out of five. I would give it. I give it a four. A it was solid four. It was a solid a four. Solid four. It wasn't set as much as I would like on Jersey. We didn't see a great deal. No, we, we saw quite a lot of France. We saw a lot of France. We saw chateaux and, and casinos. casinos, which looked like the end of Margate where it was yeah. shot. We just had a tiny sliver of um, Diamante Lil. I know. Yeah, she was very good, but oh, she she worked as a very good. Yeah. Yeah, she was, she's a very good info dump. She was like Wikipedia for, yes. for, yeah. for, Jersey, for yeah. Jersey Crew. Here's a story of Mrs. Van Stratton that I will tell you word for word without pausing or hesitating or having to scratch my head and remember anything. And, and also, Bergerac had a lot of mints given to him. I say, Celia Imri. Um, a lot of mints? Yeah, well, mints. Oh, mints. mints. <laughs> say, I, don't, say, I don't remember the mints. Celia Imri's get, well, get, after get, get, gets a very large brandy and he gets mints. After eight minutes, <laughs> it was like a little, a little, yeah. little blade of after eight minutes. Yes, and I was, <laughs> I, I was slightly disturbed by the way that that Marianne eats uh, after eight minutes. The way that she just nibbles at them rather than doing the normal thing, which is to jam the whole damn thing into your mouth. Or is that, get hiccups. Is, is that just me? That's just you. All right. Okay. Yeah. I actually quite like a nibble on, on an after eight minutes, but I, the problem is with after eight minutes is that. If you leave the envelope in there, you think you've actually got more. Yeah, I hate that. I hate people. <laughs> I, really I hate people hate who put the the, env- the well, they don't, they envelope. Don't, they leave the envelope in there because sometimes the envelope gets stuck. Some and they people just pull put the chocolate some out. Some people put the damn envelope back in. So you think you you <laughs> go got, ooh, and you I've go, got mm. lots, and then oh god, they're all empty. <laughs> oh, I hate well, that. Well, it's it's coming up to Christmas season, so we'll be getting our sort of. Quality Street, so we'll be searching around for the uh, the Green Triangle. That's my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, let us know. Tweet us along um, with uh, Antique Dust or Facebook, Instagram, the whole caboodle. Yep. Let us know what your thoughts were on this episode. We'd love to hear from you because we are very needy. Um, but yeah, just sort of share the podcast, get people listening. We are going to be doing a special podcast on Chalky you know yes yes so that's that's our, we we have we have plans we yes, have we have, we have plans, plans for the for the future, for the future and yes. our future involves or includes chalky chalky plus other plus nice, other other nice things other nice lovely things hopefully by now you've listened to our 
uh, box of delights. delights. If you haven't, delights. then please do so before Christmas because it will set you up for, for Christmas. A treat. I know, it's amazing. Anyway, so until next time, have a lovely day, whatever you're doing, wherever you are. Just say hashtag Bergerac, everything you do. Not in real life when you're ordering the milk or buying a newspaper, but all on social media. Hashtag Bergerac at Antique Dust. Absolutely. And that'd be fabulous. And anyway, we have been Antique Dust. Marvelous. So long. Bye-bye. Bye.